I'm Christina and I am a relationship coach and the host of this magical podcast. So welcome to Relationship Realness. This podcast is all about helping you create those long-lasting, healthy relationships that we all desire. With unapologetic realness of everyday relationship struggles we all face together. Welcome to Relationship Realness for your dose of relatability. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode. It has been a hot minute since I have spoken into this microphone. I don't know why. Lately, I just hadn't felt compelled to record. And I always want to make sure that I am showing up wholeheartedly. Um, when I talk to you guys. So showing up half-assed is just not my style. But I am back and I am ready to go with some amazing little nuggets of wisdom for you guys. As you guys know, my name is Christina. I am the Relationship Boss. If you don't follow me already on Instagram, please head over to Instagram. My tag is the Relationship Boss, um, where I post amazing, amazing content over there for you guys. I have been doing a lot of self-reflection to say the least. I think that July was a month that was full of releasing things that were no longer meant for me um, on this journey. I held on to a lot of things that no longer served me and it was time for me to let them go. I, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I talk a little bit about my relationships with my family and with my father included. Now I'm going to get a little deep and I'm going to get a little personal here because that's what we do. And I am all about being open and authentic and honest with you guys. I grew up in a pretty good household. My parents got divorced though when I was around eight years old and my brother and sister were four. From that day forward, um, I lived with my mom, my dad, he moved farther away. I, you know, had a good relationship with my dad growing up. Of course, he didn't really show up to, it was like, you guys, it's hard to explain. It's honestly really vulnerable for me to even talk about this, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to push through. Um, He didn't. The best way to describe it was he went to every single one of my brother's baseball games, but I think I cheered for about 10 years as a competitive cheerleader, and he showed up to one of my cheer competitions. As I grew older, I am the oldest in my family, and I had always had this special relationship with him where I felt like him and I were really close, but it was always on and off. Um, Things would change. Every time a woman entered into his life, I'm sure anybody can relate maybe to that if you have an interesting relationship with a parent. Um, And then I would always forgive him and I would always stand up for him and make sure that he knew um, I was always in his corner. And recently I am newly engaged. I am getting married in about two months and a lot of things are coming up for me. A lot of things are coming up for me around the relationship with him Um, because a little bit of backstory, um, my mom basically raised us. Like my dad was in and out of the picture, but my mom did a lot of the legwork. She raised three kids on her own. 
Um, my dad would show up here and there, and but I was still always the one sticking up for him. He could do no wrong in my eyes um, until I got older. Of course, that happens. You learn things. You realize what's really going on. You set better boundaries for yourself of what you're willing and not willing to partake in and be treated by. Um, I really think that those relationships change as you get older. So my uncle, he was like the best thing in my life. He would show up for me. He would encourage me. He was always there for me. And I, I, I kind of looked at him as if like he was a potential father figure to me. Um, in a way, of course, I still had my relationship with my dad. It was just so different. I always describe the relationship with him as being a friend, right? He's my friend. But if he ever tried to parent me, um, I would never listen because it was, it was really hard for me to respect him as a parent um, because he wasn't around. Why, why would I? Um, so I got really – my uncle and I were like best friends. He was literally my best friend. He – was always there when I called. He would show up if I needed him to show up and I could rely on him for everything. And then he passed away about five years ago. And that was probably one of the hardest things that I had ever really gone through um, in my life was losing him because it was too soon. Why is this happening? You guys, like, cancer is fucked up and it's taken, wow, taken way too many lives. Um, And it's really sad. So when I lost him, I felt like my world shattered all around me. It took a lot to pull myself back up from that grief and that pain and the realization that I was never going to get one of those giant bear hugs ever again. Grief is not easy. Um, It is something that is really painful to move through, and it almost feels like it never goes away where one day, you know, I talk about this. I have a relationship trauma workshop, which is a small group of women. If you are interested, I am actually launching my relationship trauma workshop 2.0. But you grieve relationships when they leave, right? When you break up, there, there is a grieving process there. You are angry. You are upset. You are sad. And then you learn to accept it and grow, right? Those five stages of grief. But this grief was so hard for me. And I think the lack of the relationship that I had with my dad was also playing like, you know, a part in how hard this really was. You know, as we grow up, our fathers are our first relationship with a man that we ever have. They are how we are taught to be loved. They are how we are taught to be respected and to know our worth in this world. Um, and I think the, the tumultuous up and down relationship that I had with my father really did lead to me getting into this abusive relationship. Of course, I would never, ever, ever blame him. I would never put the fault on him for why I got into this relationship. But it was because of the trauma and because of the relationship I knew with him growing up, which is what allowed me to believe that this was okay. The coming and the going, the shouting, um, a lot of the stuff that I experienced within my within my abusive relationship was showing up because I didn't know how to respect myself as a woman in a relationship with a man very well. I was hurt. I had a lot of stuff that I needed to heal, a lot of stuff that I needed to work through. And even still to this day, I, I'm still working on that. Um, 
And then after my uncle passed, it just, I really grew, tried to grow closer with my dad. Um, Still, it was a very on and off relationship. He's a very opinionated man. Let me just tell you that right now. Um, So he's not always the easiest to um, communicate with, to say the least. But, you know, now, fast forward, I'm, I'm getting married. And you know, there comes the conversation of who's going to walk me down the aisle and all of these crazy things going through my head. Does he really deserve it? Do you need to deserve this? It's, it's, it's technically an honor to, you know, be the one to walk them down the aisle, in my opinion. Um, and he has doesn't really have a relationship with my fiance. So that's a whole nother thing. I really find that we sometimes feel alone in the relationship struggles that we go through with our family. We think that every family is perfect on the outside, but when you dig a little bit deeper, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes and every family has their shit. Like that's just how it is. Even the families that look perfect from the outside and those family relationships are all a part of what I teach and like people think that when I talk about relationships, it's only about romantic relationships, but there are also familial relationships that come into play, right? We go through familial trauma and childhood trauma growing up as children. And then that plays out in our relationships moving forward through life and how we show up and how we love and how we are attachment styles with certain people. Um, the people that we attract into our life, right? If we have unhealed trauma, if we have unhealed wounds that are still bleeding, they will bleed into your relationships with your romantic partners. And the other night, the reason why I'm talking about this is because we, the other night I had this moment of pure fear just like wash over me about getting married. Like for a long time, I was always the one who was like, I'm not getting married. I'm not getting married. I'm not getting married. But then of course I met my partner and he's amazing and he's wonderful. And he's everything that I had wanted to manifest and needed in this life. Um, And I had a moment of panic a couple nights ago and I turned to him and I was like, I don't want to get married. Like, I don't want to get married. I don't know if I can do this. And I started freaking out. And I was trying to unpack it and really trying to figure out where the deep rooted reasoning behind this was because this was the first time I'd really felt this way along my wedding planning journey. I'd always wanted to marry my fiance. He's an amazing person and that's what I wanted. Um, But I was obviously having all of these things come up for me that I needed to release and that I needed to let go of and something inside of me was forcing that to happen. And I started saying things and blaming Anthony and being like, no, I just don't want to get married. We're not connecting right now. There's all these things, all these things. And I was I was trying to blame him and shift things onto him and my own relationship instead of really taking the time to look within myself and be like, no, like this is something deeper. A couple of weeks prior to this, I had had a falling out with my dad. We are not, we are not speaking right now. Um, and... My wedding is in two and a half months. So, of course, in my mind, I'm like, well, is he even going to come? What if he doesn't talk to me before, you know, the wedding? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And all these things are going through my mind. And, of course, I'm taking it out on my fiance, the closest person to me who is there right next to me. And I was letting all of these fears 
come up in the, I don't want to say the worst way possible, but the complete wrong way possible, but the complete normal way for anyone who is experiencing any hurt or pain or trauma, and they are just trying to simply move through it. So I kept asking myself, like, why is this coming up for me? This isn't the reason. It's not, Anthony. It's not that I don't want to get married. And all of a sudden, I just started crying. <laughs> I just started crying, and I had no idea why. And it was just all of these emotions that needed to be released from inside of me, and it was wild. And I started talking to myself and being like, why are you feeling this way? What is coming up for you? Where are these feelings stemming from? Kind of the same way I guide all of my clients through navigating those surface level things that they think are the problem and digging deeper into the real root of where this is coming from. And I just started saying to Anthony, I just don't even know if my dad's going to show up. I don't even know if I want him there at this point. It's all just been such like so much stress and anxiety around the idea of him being there. I don't know if I can forgive him. I don't know if I can let this go. How do I even go about uninviting my own father to my wedding? And it was really eye-opening. And then I started, of course, crying about the fact that my uncle wasn't here. And it would maybe just be so much easier if I could ask for his advice or know that he would be there too. But so I released it and I just let it all out, you know, Sometimes we just need to say exactly how we feel, no matter how hard it is to actually come to the realization that you're even having these thoughts. I would never in my right mind think that I would be even having to decide if I'm going to have my own dad at my wedding. Five years ago, I never would have been even thinking that I wished that my uncle was here. But these are all things that we can't change about our families, about our circumstances, about the journey that we are on in this crazy thing called life. And we are presented with these things so we can move through them, not suppress them and act like they're never happening. We have to move through them and we have to acknowledge them and we have to heal them and we have to allow those wounds to scab over. I hate that word scab. Oh my God. But we have to allow those wounds that are bleeding and bleeding and we have to allow them to scab over and heal them. And over time they turn into scars. And then those scars we get to wear proudly, right? I just have to remember that happiness is a way of travel. It's the journey. It's It's everything that we ebb and flow through like water, right? It's happiness is not the actual destination. If we just skip from point A to point Z and we allow the destiny, like the journey that happened in between to be a blur, all even the painful moments and the hurtful moments and the crazy experiences that we have with our family or our partners or the trauma that we need to heal, When you get to that end destination, it's not going to feel right. It's going to feel a little off or you're going to keep attracting the same situations into your life if you don't allow yourself to go through and feel through the journey and enjoy the journey no matter how painful or hard or crazy it is because those low moments then turn into high, high moments, right? It's literally what life is, is being able to go through the ebbs and the flows and the ups and the downs and the 
crazy spirals and different paths that we are thrown down. You know, if you ever feel like you're alone in any crazy familial stuff going on, just know that you are not. And those are all part of the relationships that we learn to heal, the relationships that we need to set boundaries for, the relationships that are amazing and beautiful and also supportive at the same time and can be healed and can grow and can change um, throughout life. That's that's just the name of the game, you guys. Um, I still have no idea what I'm going to do about my wedding. I really don't. I think that it's something that I should figure out because I almost have this heaviness weighing on me um, about the decision that I need to make or the boundaries that I need to set or the love that I need to show for myself. You have every right to set boundaries, not only with partners and loved ones, but also with your family as well because those are relationships. They contribute to your life. They contribute to your happiness. They contribute to your well-being or your anxiety and stress, right? You are always entitled to take care of yourself and put yourself first because when you put yourself first and you fill up your own cup, then you have enough to overflow into everybody else's cup. I needed to release that during the month of July. So that is released and I am ready for this new month and I am ready to attract the abundance into my life. I don't know about you guys, but July was pretty rough for me. I know that the planets were doing some crazy stuff during the month of July and I was feeling it. This Aquarius baby over here was really feeling it. So I guess moral of the story here, not even sure the point of this podcast other than to inspire you and make sure that you know that you're not alone in any familial trauma or familial circumstances you find yourself in, right? That you are capable of healing anything and everything that you go through once you decide that you are ready to and choose to, and that you have the power and every right to set the boundaries that you need to set with people that don't bring positivity or that don't bring anything good into your life anymore. You know, this is just a new age that I am in now of not being able to hold space for the things that no longer serve me. And I don't know about you guys, but it feels pretty good to be in that headspace. Um, I want to remind you guys that Beginning in the mid, well, the middle of September, I have my Relationship Trauma Workshop 2.0 starting, and we talk all about healing familial trauma, relationship trauma, setting boundaries, making sure you know your worth, having the confidence to stand up for yourself, and even the power of forgiveness. You know, sometimes we have to forgive those that hurt us and let those circumstances and let those people go. And forgiveness is usually the last step in that process. If you guys are interested, I'm going to go ahead and include the link in the bio or the comment section of this podcast. Check it out. Take a read. It's one of the most amazing programs that I offer. The quotes from the girls from the last round was literally, and I quote, you've changed my life. 
So take a look, see if it's meant for you. It's group coaching and it's also one-on-one coaching with me. It is the most amazing thing ever. I'm so proud of it. But I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Share this podcast with someone that may need to hear it today because I am sure I am not alone in these feels. Have an amazing rest of your day, you guys. Love you.